I want to fucking be the manager or like mm-hmm. I want to fucking start my own shit mm-hmm. or like I want to fucking play for the Lakers or I want to mm-hmm. go to the moon or what the fuck ever because what's that saying like you shoot for the fucking star shoot for this side and you miss and you go on the moon <laughs> or something <laughs> just find something that you like and fucking go for it and put all your energy into it if you really do that then you're gonna fucking figure it out you want to find a problem that all of us have and you want to find a way to solve that problem two hours and less than two hundred dollars you're fucking in business running off Boom. of your fucking phone everybody wants to be a boss cool it's okay to not be a boss exactly it's okay exactly. to be robin you know exactly. what i mean like you don't have to be fucking batman exactly. you know like sometimes robin will say batman you know what I mean? <laughs> don't get it twisted though we're definitely gonna be smoking weed <laughs> all right so welcome back folks we're back we're live we're live here santa fe springs the doobie talk podcast episode 30 or so. Might be number 30. That's it. Or close 30. to it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today on this beautiful Monday for us, Wednesday, if you're listening to this when it drops. <laughs> the um, future. And uh, we're here to bring you excitement in conversation form with marijuana and marketing. So... So buckle up and stay tuned. <laughs> We're going to fucking smoke this fat joint and talk about some documentaries and some marketing and some business and some weed and some skating and all that usual shit. So uh, buckle up, roll one up, and let's Activate get it, your hustle. <laughs> as, uh, as our podcast would say. <laughs> so we got this joint. I haven't I smoked all goddamn day. It's my first smoke of the day right here. I think we're looking at some uh, smoking? sour kush. Kush? Is that how you say sour it? Kush? I think that's what the kids are calling it. Kush? Days. The kush. And uh, we're about to roll that. About to spark this up. About to spark up. What do we got? Sour kush? So how was your weekend? How was my weekend? What did I do? Let me guess. You sat behind this desk. Yeah, what did I do? Okay, I was here all day Sunday. Yeah, I just worked here all day Sunday and then just went and hung out with my fucking parents and shit at night. Oh, that's what I did. Saturday, I went to fucking lunch at Buffalo Wild Wings. And I fucking, like, I've been going, like, on Saturdays to, like, lunch or brunch or whatever. And the last couple of times, I, like, like, went to breakfast and I got, like, one mimosa. And then I came back here and tried to work and I fucking was so goddamn tired and lazy and then so the next fucking time i drank one beer and the same thing so i was like fuck like fuck this like waste my whole goddamn day because i'm literally it's just like one of those things where you're just like not in the mood you're just like no matter how much you want to work how much shit you have to do you're just like i just don't care i'm just tired i just want to lay down and do nothing like so then this weekend i was like all right i'm not gonna fucking drink like i'm just gonna whatever get lunch so I didn't drink shit, and then I came here, and I was still tired as fuck. So I like, tried to work. I worked for, like, two hours, and then I was, like, I'm just, like, so out of it for some reason. So I just, like, went home and fucking chilled, watched some crazy documentaries and shit. And then Sunday, yeah, just cranking these hats, baby. I'm trying to get these hats out. Just churning them out. <laughs> it's fucking so many. It's just, like, if the machine stops running, it's just I fall behind, you know? So it's, like, I have to just fucking go nonstop every day, all day. Who's running that? You or, McK- you or Mackenzie? Definitely not me. <laughs> Mackenzie. 
Mackenzie's on the Sunday shift, so she does every Sunday. And then my other guy does like the six days. Well, six day a week. I got this other homie we've been using, and he literally has two machines in his garage. And he's like, lives in like this little like townhouse apartment, fucking whatever. And he's just like, I don't want to work for someone. I'll fucking do it for whatever price. Like, literally, we pay this dude like cheap as fuck. Like, yeah. He's like, I'll do it. I don't care. Just I need work. I need work. So I'm like, all right, cool. So like, we've been outsourcing shit to him, which is like helping out. But it's crazy. He's got like the garage set up. Like, but it's like, fuck it for him. He's living the dream, dude. Like, work from home. Exactly. He wakes up, goes to his garage, cranks out 500 hats, makes 500 bucks, and then fucking does whatever he wants. You know, it's like, it's kind of dope. So, like realistically, if you if you had like a three or four bedroom house, we could just run all of this shit out of it. That's literally what I've been contemplating. Is just buying like a dope house with a pool and shit, and then we just have like one or two machines in the garage. We have like a studio studio. <coughs> we have our office. In the backyard, we have another office. Like, imagine how dope that'd be if we're just like chilling in my backyard, like running ads or shooting photos or like whatever. Like, oh, I'm gonna hop in the pool for an hour. Like, I'm gonna yeah. fucking lay in the grass. Like, invite somebody. I'm gonna over go skate flat out front or like whatever the fuck you wanna do. I don't know. Like, it'd just be cool. But there's pros and cons to like doing that, obviously. Yeah. But it's definitely been crossing my mind because it's like realistically, well, if you fucking get downsize and outsource and probably save a lot of fucking money. So. And have, like, an even cooler place to... And have just a dope creative space. Yeah. Because yeah, with here, it's so hectic. There's so much shit going on. It'd be cool to have, like, a segregated, like, today we're going to do we talk by the pool or, like, yeah. whatever, you know? We have people come over, we interview them, and wherever. Exactly. You know, in the come chill at the pool for us. Fucking, fucking whatever, you know? So, I don't know. That's definitely something that's, like, crossed my mind. The next, like, near future could be a possibility. Maybe the high-rise, high-rise TV house. That's the beauty of 2017 or 2018, man. You, want, yeah. you don't have limited. to go. Yeah, it's almost bad. Like, if you're starting a business and you want a brick and mortar, and that's your goal, like you better fucking have it lined up. You better have a great idea of what you're doing because it has to be a destination. Can't just like start a shop and expect. It, even when times are good, it was hard. You know, location, location, location. Yeah. But nowadays, where everybody's just buying shit online, like it's you have to make tough. your yeah. It's got to be more than just a skate shop, more than just a boutique. Like, what do you do? Do you throw events? Do you have a cafe attached to it? Do you have a juice bar attached to it? If that's something other than just product. Like, program Skate and Sound, Skate Shop in Fullerton, it's right next to Cal State Fullerton, and they throw shows in there, like, six nights a week. It's like you have to. Yeah. To get the traffic in there to mm-hmm. be able to sustain that. Like, people don't realize how much overhead going, like... This is something I, I didn't realize until like a couple of years ago. Like you think everyone's making all this money and like, like even when I worked for the fucking collective or whatever, like the overhead on that was like twenty G's for a small small sneaker boutique shop, like twenty thousand just to keep the doors open, just to keep payroll, like not even like anything extra, not even to order shoes. product, like yeah, you know what I mean? Like so you just look at these companies and it's like. Like, you're on Shark Tank all the time, and people like, I did $6 million in sales this year, but I lost 85000 Or, like, I did 400000 in sales this year, but I lost 70000 Or, like... Cash flow and overhead. Whatever, you know? It's crazy, like, when you don't really take the overhead into account. There's just a lot more that goes into the back end that people realize, you know? Rent, 
employees, licenses, fees, electric, internet, blah, 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 blah. It never fucking ends, you know? So, like, the beauty of that would also be cool. I just have a mortgage. I have, like, a fucking whatever mortgage, and I just pay that. Yeah. Instead of paying rent and paying for fucking a huge warehouse, you yeah. know? So it's like, I don't know. There's a lot of pros and cons. Mm-hmm. It'll have to be something we'll have to figure out here in the future, but fuck I'm trying to get it to that to like almost just more like that though just whatever like just more like better vibe like a better like not like so work yeah like cause I always work you know so it's mm-hmm. like I'm always in front of the computer and like whatever but if that was like this, if the surroundings and like the vibe was more like chill and like open I don't know how to explain there's it there's just more but space more like that, I'm gonna be yeah. even more motivated to work yeah. you know what I mean so I'll probably get more done and it's just space like right now it's just yeah. it, we're so crammed into such a small spot in this office and we do so much in this office you know sometimes we have four people working in this tiny room and then we're like shooting videos and I'm shooting fucking product shots or I'm shooting group photos of shit and I got the lights and the fucking Vince is working on the couch <laughs> yeah. you know so yeah that'll be cool yeah, growth on the, on the near horizon to think about sooner or later yeah just keep plugging away Yep. Pluggy, pluggy. pluggy. Um, What'd you do this weekend? Saturday, I just fucking did adult stuff. Just like <laughs> did laundry and fucking clean the house. And then Jake, Jake just moved to uh, one of my good buddies, just moved to Long Beach. Um, so he's like one of my best friends, but he's lived like across the country for like the last 12 years. So he finally just moved back like into the zone. So we got to kick it like him and his chick. And then my chick went down to Laguna and just fucking cruise around just like some old people shit just got some good food and just like yeah walked around looked at some galleries and shit and then uh Sunday I went skating for a little bit and like same oh you skated that like butter bench thing huh Mm -hmm. did they put Kobe on it it put Kobe got it that's why we went they took it off already yeah it was like god by the time we were fuck it showed up but uh I was cool. gonna say even I would skate that that thing looks perfect it's like, like super Iron, worn down bench, though like, like a group of like 15 bikers should, like cruised uh, up when we were there uh, so it's not like it's not that crisp like it's kind of harsh to 50-50 and then when you like get into a crooked grind it kind of like shoots you off the side like too rounded yeah cool. so like it's kind of and shit it's hard for lip slides dude like yeah. it was even sk- like the homie did like nose manual to back nose blunt like it, I was just like alling on it to blunt slide through the middle, you know? Yeah. Just like you could like power slide the fuck out of it. Like it was almost oh, super yeah, sketchy, but it was just fun. Like good group of homies. Skate life. Skate life. So I heard about this app that will do your laundry. Have you heard about that? No. Go like on. this one dude that I know that's fucking, when I do that consulting, I talk to this dude or whatever, and like he has a studio in, in downtown LA and he doesn't like, like how's how do I explain it? Like he fucking Ubers everywhere. Like he doesn't have a car, he Ubers everywhere. He fucking posts he gets all his food delivered. Yeah. He gets his laundry picked up and fucking like he does everything through apps. Like everything. And I was like, What? That's fucking so smart. He basically just has like a servant. Like think about how smart that is. Think about how big that could be if you're like living in an apartment complex and yeah. you have to do your bullshit laundry and walk down and put the quarters in and blah blah blah. Or you just fucking have some like college chick pick it up and fucking do it and bring it back in like three hours or whatever. I don't know how it works, but hmm. I was like, for sure, I'm going to look into that. Yeah. Just like, yeah. I, don't... Here, I was like, is it expensive? He's like, no. Cool, here's 20 bucks. I'm going to fucking laundry. Bring it back. You it's know? all about, yeah, time. 
It depends, because, yeah, that's the thing. It's it's all it's all valuable to somebody, because somebody's time is just worth that much, you know? Yeah. Or they're just lazy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> One of the two. Because, yeah. like, fucking, in the time that you spend doing laundry, you could make more than 20 bucks. Yeah. You know? It takes a couple hours, yeah. Dude, it it's so harsh, and I don't have laundry at my crib, so I have to, like, go to the fucking laundromat. It's like I can afford to get a place... That's pretty much the only thing that my house is missing. My little back house <laughs> is legit. But, like, I gotta go... Fu- I'm 33 years old, I gotta do fucking laundry. <laughs> yeah. And I can afford to do it in my crib. Yeah. But, yeah. that's It's a pain in the ass. I've yeah. thought about it, just dropping it off at the dry cleaners or whatever. Yeah. I wonder how... It's, like, by the pound. The place that I go do my laundry at, there's people that do that, that you can pay to do it. But... Dang, you know, it's just crazy. Everything you can just... Like, even car, car wash now, you can just get car wash service right to your fucking car just, just buy an app you just yeah. press a button and it just shows up like it's fucking crazy <laughs> everything this is just the beginning like it's only gonna keep of course if there's there. fucking weed maps of course there's all this other shit oh yeah <laughs> you know it's just for everything like anything you can imagine just at your fingertips Pow. i don't know because that would one over my head I, didn't, I never even thought of that like i didn't really know if there's a fucking app for that technical difficulties all right, so you were saying this is a good segue into this documentary that you okay, watched. Okay, yeah, so watch this crazy-ass fucking documentary. I don't know what it's called still. Oh, it's called The Patent Scam. Okay, it was The Patent Scam. Okay, it's called The Patent Scam. Basically, the fucking... This shit is crazy. It's like this fucking smart-ass fucking dude gets sued, and this dude's like a pilot, like a fucking engineer, like fucking scientist, like... He's just a fucking boss, but he's, like, just the dorkiest, funniest dude, and he's just, like, finding his fucking airplane all around the country trying to get to the bottom of this fucking bullshit. So, basically, he got sued. So, rewind. Basically, there's all these fucking lawyers out there that basically own all these patents, or they buy up all these patents for anything you can think of, whether it's uh, scanning something to an email or adding data to a list, like, anything you can think of. It's patented. So these lawyers create these shell companies, which are fake companies, which are real companies, but they're companies that don't do anything. So basically these companies only purpose is to fucking sue other companies. That's how they make their revenue. That's their business model. So these lawyers set up these companies as like a third party kind of thing. So they're not like, they're not suing the people directly. They're, they're shell companies suing the company. So basically they just go in and sue small to mid-sized businesses or mid to large size businesses over the most generic fucking things so the dude that's hosting this documentary he's getting sued because he invented an app and he added it to the google app store and so one of these lawyers has a fucking patent that says that they own the patent on adding something electronically to a list or adding uploading data to a list or something along those lines so what did they do? They went in and sued all these businesses that added shit to the Google App Store. And then they're, you're like, okay, well, why don't they just sue Google? So they don't sue Google because Google will fucking went, beat them in court. They go after these businesses that are, like, doing good or doing okay. Like, they're not going after small businesses. They're not going after, like, super fucking, you know, like, they're not going to go after some business that's making, like, $100,000 a year or some shit. Because they're not going to have enough money to pay the lawyer fees. So basically, they're breaking it down, and they're like, for these lawyers and shell companies to sue someone, it only costs 450 bucks. 
for you to defend, so this dude that's getting sued, he either can settle for a minimum of like 300000 or he can fight the case, which is going to take probably two or three years, and it's going to cost him around $3 million. And so that's like the average or whatever. It's fucking crazy. So basically this dude's just like trying to get to the bottom of it and figure out like, how is this even legal? Like, how are people even doing this? Like, and he interviews all these other people that are experiencing the same exact thing. And like, it's just business owners that have like 20 employees or 30 employees or whatever. And they're like, yeah, like now I can't fucking afford to hire anyone. Like I had to let a bunch of people go. Like, this is forcing us to fucking stop growing like this is a huge setback it's just like ruining people's lives and shit and like they're struggling and they're trying to fucking pay this money or whatever because they're getting sued for uploading a scanning a document and uploading it to email because someone has a patent on it somebody got sued for using wi-fi using wi-fi at like a starbucks or something and it's like why don't you see starbucks you're going to lose. So you see the people at Starbucks using the technology that Starbucks is providing. So like anybody using the technology can get sued at any time because people own the patents on all this shit. So it's fucking nuts. And it's just this crazy loophole. And so basically this dude's like fucking putting the maps on the wall and the pinpoints and like the yarn and like, he doesn't really do all that, but he's like trying to get to the bottom of this shit, like magnifying glass, everything. And fucking he like flies his fucking plane to Texas he goes to every goddamn address of the shell companies. So it's like KC Holdings, fucking Trinity Stars, like just the most generic random fucking company names. And it's just an office building, he opens the door, and it's just like door one. This is supposedly KC Holdings. They're suing this guy for using Wi Fi knocks on the door and it's just like an abandoned building like goes to every single door and it's just like a rundown building with no one even in them that's just the address that they're using as a shell company yeah it's fucking crazy so then he's like finding all these similarities and he's like shit like all these fucking the same lawyer's name keeps popping up this dude keeps popping up this city keeps popping up and he's like what like okay like so he's just like fucking going in like and then he like figures out that 50% of the fucking lawsuits in the country are coming from one county. So That's he's like, fucking insane. So he's like, what that the fuck? That statistic is so then, crazy. So then get this. So he's like, what the fuck? So he goes down there. Then he figures out the two fucking kid, the two lawyers, guess who's the judges? The family of, members? Exactly. So yeah. these two lawyers that are suing everyone, it's like brother, it's like, two separate dudes or something but like two dads that are both judges at this courthouse or some shit and so basically like they're just suing everybody and the case is going to their dad so they're, it's all, they're all in on it so they're just going to the dad and the dad's like oh 300,000 or fight or whatever or however it works and so like they're all tied in and then he realizes that like literally half the ones in the country are coming in from this like one courthouse and he's like what the fuck like it's just crazy he breaks all this shit down and then but like it's not illegal it's like, it's not illegal. It's just a huge loophole. And he's like, these people just know how to expose these loopholes that we have, that the government hasn't closed up. And like, that's pretty much what's happening right now. And mm-hmm. he's like, anybody can get sued anytime. And all these people are literally just doing that instead of like, let's help the world. Let's go do something mm-hmm. positive. Let's go build a business. Let's create art. Like what the fuck ever. They're like, no, let's sue other people. And that's how we're going to fucking come up. They're just like, and then they're just old rich white dudes most of the time and just fucking, it's crazy. I don't know. It's you know what they nice. are? They're just fucking trolls that pass the bar. 
Yeah. It's just a fucking troll lawyer. That's what that's what it's called, patent trolls. <sighs> like that's like the whole gist of the movie is like patent trolls or whatever. And like, dude, it's fucking nuts. But it's so sick because it's just like, y'all sued the wrong motherfucker. Somebody's gonna fuck because they yeah. sued this nerdy ass dude. And he just made a whole documentary and put it on fucking Amazon. Like it was the first thing that popped up, and I was like, "What's this?" I paid five bucks to watch it, and I was like, after I watched it, I was like, "Damn, that was fucking worth it!" Like that was crazy. crazy. So like, dude. But it, then I was just like paranoid. Now I'm like, "Fuck!" Like I don't think we're big enough. But like, no. dude, who knows? Like. Who fucking knows? Like, you get sued for anything. You get sued for fucking anything. That's so nuts. And it's just like, there's no downside to the people suing because it's like, what? 450 bucks. That's, That's all it nothing. costs. If you lose, who cares? They wipe their ass with that, you know? Yeah. So you lose 450 or you win hundreds of thousands to millions or however it fucking works. Like, it's so fucking crazy. And then what were you saying? They, they buy up these portfolios? Oh, yeah, so most of these lawyers that are doing this suing, they set up these fake companies and then sue the people from the companies, but they have these fucking portfolios. So they just go in and, like, they either patent the shit themselves or they buy it or they acquire it or it's in the bloodline for however it works, however they obtain it. But, like, anything, like, Wi-Fi, like, fucking anything, it's patented. And most of these dudes have, like, literally a portfolio of, like, 150 patents. So what they'll do, too, they'll go and sue someone and if the case gets dismissed or thrown out or whatever, they're like, oh, cool. Well, we're just going to sue you with this patent because we could really hit you with any of our 150 in our portfolio because they're all so generic. And then they interviewed the fucking dude, the homie, the one of the fucking lawyers, like the dude, one of the... What are those people like? Fucking... Scumbags? Like, I don't want to say the names on the thing, but like, literally just like... Here, just edit this out. It's like... It's, it's literally like a fucking like just like sociopath business fucker fucking business dude like fucking just no soul you can just tell like he just does not give a fuck about anything like he's just like slick back hair suit on fucking well they're doing something wrong this is how I see it <laughs> this is how I see it so this dude's just like the worst fucking dude just picture like fucking the grin not not the grin just picture some like grumpy old business dude like mafia looking yeah, guy just, like, like savage just like but he's just no like heart. mr burns exactly mr fucking burns that's the perfect word so they're just asking this dude like don't you think it's like fucked up like you know that you're yeah. like ruining all these people's lives and you know blah 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 and he's like no he's like this is how it is he's like this is how i see it he's like what if you had a rose garden what if you had a rose garden I came into your rose garden and walked all over it and like and tore it out or whatever and then he's like he's like would you like that and he's like no and he's like it's the same thing he's like that's my property <laughs> he's like this is my property I own the rights to it they're using it it's simple as that and it sucks because he's right he's 100% right mm-hmm. but it's a, it's it's not black and white mm-hmm. it's like yeah he's right because technically he does own that and you are you you know so it's like yeah. it's like one of those things but it's like you're using all that shit for all the wrong reasons and all and he's just a greedy motherfucker and he just doesn't has no empathy or any he does yeah. he's not affected if he sees a small business like they're using wi-fi it's like no shit everybody uses wi-fi but he's the dude that's like how can i fucking ruin their lives and get money out of it and fucking and he's smart as I own fuck. the fucking right and yeah but it's crazy because it, it's, yeah, it's just, it's fucked up, dude. Like, it's nuts. That's, like, what I've been thinking about the last couple of years. 
about a lot of the people I've said this on the podcast many times probably but a lot of people that like I've listened to or, or I've found in the last couple of years that are pretty inspiring are people who like passed the bar and then they were like paralegals and they were gonna go into law and then they were like fuck this like I don't want to live my life this isn't the yeah. path that I want and then they went and they did something else but you have that knowledge of how the law works so like mm-hmm. you said lo- loopholes so like not necessarily scumbag troll loopholes but like <clears throat> you fucking open up a restaurant or you become successful like you know how to handle this you know what you can get away with you know that there's these certain laws that are put into place for people with money to help them mm-hmm. you know and it's like nowadays everything is just like the access to information you know and it's like the people who don't have it and the people who have it so it's like go get your fucking law degree you know and like learn all about how you can like look at every ain't nobody in fucking the in the house or in the in the white house has a lawyer because they all lawyers that's true yeah. you know <laughs> pretty much so it's like they all know what to do they put these laws in place to like push people who under you know who understand so it was just fucking mind blowing like just all the it's all just these fake companies which is crazy and it's just getting like more and more like so this dude but it's dope he just made this dope documentary about it and like put all these fools on blast and like hopefully that'll like do something just driving his plane around that's so fucking nuts though like it's it's just sick because yeah he goes and like interviews other people that have been affected and like this other dude's like fucking 50 or something and like just looks like he has a dope tech office behind him and he's an owner and he's just like this shit like he's like why don't you just pay the money he's like no he's like fuck that like fuck these motherfuckers he's just one of those dudes where he's not gonna fucking he's gonna fight you like till like because he's got the money he's not super rich but like he's got the money but he's not like it's like hurting him at the Mm -hmm. same time you know but he's just like not gonna let that shit like fucking affect him and the other dudes are like trying to figure out how to get 300 grand it's just like it's so fucked up like so there's crazy. so much fucking crazy shit going on out there like every time you flip on a documentary or anytime you flip on the news and it's like everything in all of our lives is so trivial yeah. when like there's fucking these earthquakes and these hurricanes and these patent trolls and all this crazy shit and it's like as much good as Las Vegas there, shooting everything's and shit it's the same of, it's like it's the balance exactly and as, as many there's, there's so gonna be that many fucking people lawyers there's gonna be shitty ones it's just you know percentages yeah. is fucking life like it doesn't matter what category you're in what you do who you are whatever there's gonna be shitty people there's gonna be shitty skateboarders gonna be great skateboarders it's like hopefully this doesn't just fucking give more people the idea to do this though <laughs> you know <laughs> like these like smart college kids are like fuck it I'm just gonna fucking use my dad's money and buy up a bunch of fucking pants my dad's a judge some, exactly exactly <laughs> my dad's dad a judge. oh my god a kid like a fucking dad and a son one kid who's going through law school and the dad is a lawyer like yo or the judge is like yo this is our plan yeah three year plan right yeah. here yeah you gonna clean up god get that email list start scraping <laughs> imagine Dude. You like got your virtual assistant in Pakistan, like <laughs> yeah. and you're fucking finding all these people that fucking sue. Yeah, it's crazy because in other countries people don't sue like they do here. Yeah, it's just like the American way. Exactly. Yeah, it really is. It's kind of fucked. If you don't get shot, you're gonna get sued. Right. <laughs> yeah, because when you're in Europe, people don't walk around with guns. 
when you go to Eastern Europe, you go to just Russia, they're walking out like AK 47s. Russia? Yeah, like the, the guards and shit. They're just yeah. holding like straps. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. That's a crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that was my uh, that was my that documentary. Was documentary that was your mind pretty, blowing. It was pretty wild. I'm not gonna lie. So go check that out. It's called the Patent Scam or the Patent Troll or whatever the fuck it's called. Some shit like that. And, Did you uh, watch the trailer? No, I just straight in, dude. So I just, the whole like, time you're like, what the, cover, the fuck? Read the description and I was like, <laughs> it was like, see the story of this crazy new three trillion dollar market emerging with. Patent, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what? And then it had like four stars or four and a half stars. And like, I was like, I'm going in. I'm going in right now. Did you think you were going to like learn about business and patents and be like, hmm, I might be able to make some money off this? I figured it was going to be like, oh, people are just going to be suing people over the infringement. I thought it was going to be more like licensing shit. Mm-hmm. It was a lot, it's a lot of licensing shit too. So it's like, it's like a shakedown, you know? It's like, yo, fucking, you're going to pay me. 200,000 in like this one company they're like um, what are this the the people that were suing the guy that was doing the documentary they're like we're requiring this much money compensation from you because it uh, you incurred damages upon our business or something like that and the dude's like how like prove it like what are you saying like how did I uploaded something to the Apple store how does that affect you so like it's just the craziest little things you know <laughs> And it's like, they're just like, yeah, it's like a shakedown, though. It's like you either pay to settle or you fucking fight them in court and they just drain you because they have the fucking bankroll and the lawyers and the whatever. So it's like, it's fucking nuts. And then the judge is your dad. And the judge is your dad. Because yeah. I was wondering, because what happens if you go to court and then you're on the stand so sometimes or whatever? That's what they're saying. Sometimes it gets dismissed. But then guess what? They just hit you with a different fucking lawsuit because mm-hmm. they just open another one. And they have they have the fucking bankroll. It's all yeah. about money. It's it's You have... Five million saved up. I have four hundred million saved up. You're gonna burn through that. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna win. I'm, it's just like it's a numbers game, you know. Yeah. So it's like it's so fucked. Like until they settle, it's just trying to get to that settlement every time, pretty much. Exactly. Or or, or, or the other person's more. fighting and they just run out of money because yeah. of their pride or ego or whatever, you know. Instead of just paying the three hundred kids, they're like, oh oh, fuck that. I'm gonna God. fight it, but then they just end up fucking themselves, you know. <laughs> it's like what are they? The analogy was like, if someone comes out and puts a gun to your head, like. And ask for three hundred grand. You're gonna give them the three hundred grand, or you could, or you're gonna die. And it's the same analogy, you know. It's like it's crazy. It's like they're, they're like the smart thing to do would be to pay the three hundred grand, <coughs> you know. But like people, you know, like imagine if you got sued from some random asshole for using Wi-Fi right now. You'd be like, "Fuck you! Who are you? I'm gonna kill you!" Like what the fuck? Like, you know, you would want to just be like, "Oh yeah, here, take oh my, my fucking God, wife savings." So like terrible. fuck. Oh. So yeah, kids, don't get fucking patent scammed out there. Don't get trolled yeah, by a fucking trolled. lawyer. Fucking so kids, don't use Wi-Fi. Yeah, don't so scan don't anything do from anything. your phone. Just sit Stop there. listening to this right now. <laughs> patent on listening to a podcast. <laughs> sure there is. Fuck. Well, that was my brain, that's good to know. Buster. <laughs> and that's buster. the list of things that can fuck your life up. <laughs> <laughs> More shit. <laughs> um, here, let's bring up the question from whoa. Question, question. From the homie Tomas on Instagram. Tomas. He's like, I want to ask you guys a question. As far as building a brand, what would you suggest as far as content for social media, and how much of it? My goal is to build a Twitch TV brand of, of myself 
a channel for inst- for YouTube. I would love to do some type of gaming stoner podcast. And then thanks for your time. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I, Absolutely. I, I don't know too much about video games and stuff, but I know a little bit about Twitch. I really don't know a little bit, but I know that it's fucking cracking right now, and I know a lot of people are using it, and it's like really like like what's it called like the dark horse it's like nobody talks about it but it's like cracking over mm-hmm. there in the corner you know what i mean that's like kind of how i feel about it and then with video games in general it's like that's such a huge fucking market that Dude. i never even understood until i got that robin hood shit and i invested in activision and then i was like reading into like how big it is and how fucking like it's unreal and what's gonna happen is they're gonna just keep launching these like fucking esports like tournaments in like it's gonna be like a sport you know what I mean so it's fucking nuts so that's a fucking good idea um I could see a lot of people like doing that my suggestions I would like I'd make like a trailer or some shit of your like dopest shit like a one minute fucking trailer of like your dopest video game shit maybe it's like funny shit or maybe it's like some crazy fucking headshot or like I don't fucking know anything about video games. I don't know shit about video like games. I'm sorry, Thomas. I don't fucking know. Make a dope trailer. Fucking promote that on Facebook. Upload it to your fucking Instagram. Fucking make that your main video on your YouTube as like the first one or whatever. That you can kind of like, this is what I'm doing. Like you want to have obviously like, have like funny parts in it and cool parts and like kind of like tell the story of what it's gonna be about Mm -hmm. maybe you tell a funny joke in the middle i don't know whatever the fuck you know Mm -hmm. make that into a trailer and then just like start with that blast that out get that out and then i would like mix photo with video just the same formula like a couple photos maybe then throw in a video then maybe do like a fucking boomerang or Mm -hmm. like you can get so creative with video games because you could just create the content real quick yourself Mm -hmm. you know you could just like I'm going to play skate and go into skate and fucking kick for back nose one to ten stare and then upload that or whatever mm-hmm. I, it may be. Yeah, there's so many creative things to do. So, like, you can do some dope shit, I'm sure. And then I would try to, like, link up with other fucking dudes, Twitch dudes. Do, yeah. like, a... I don't know how that works. Do you, like, battle them or something? Yeah, Maybe, I like, know. stream it up both your audiences. Dude. Who knows? I don't know. Hopefully that helped. <laughs> I've had like a PlayStation One and the first Nintendo's all I've ever had in my life. So, two K. I'll fuck with two K. two K. UFC. Lost a couple months of my life to two K years back. Yeah, me too. But, um, definitely social media is very important. Like I responded a little bit to Thomas, but yeah, I was saying that uh, social media nowadays is like the main bane. Mm-hmm. To to drive traffic to wherever, whether it's Twitch or YouTube or it's the main way to get eyes on your shit, the mm-hmm. quickest way. If and you don't yeah. have a lot of money, you know, you can network a lot on there and build a following. Build that, be part of that community, build your community. Um, Just stay consistent with it. Like, don't fucking upload some shit and then not upload for like two weeks mm-hmm. or whatever. Like. So I always have fresh shit with video. I feel like you could just do shit on the fly with the video games because mm-hmm. it's right there, you know. So you all, yeah. Every day, maybe it's like slam dunk of the day or fucking kickflip of the day or whatever the fuck. Montage of your best fucking best kills whatever. of the day. Yeah. yeah. So you could really like do a lot of shit with that. So fucking go start a dope channel and kill it, and then fucking hit us up. Yeah, let us know it. for sure. <laughs> Start it. That's the thing. Just get it started. That's like the hardest part. Just get that shit started, and then once it's up, and once you have your 
pages and your accounts and all that and you do your first couple uploads then it's on you know off to the races yeah it's always just just gotta get it going yeah get, yeah get that momentum and it's like you'll figure it out once you fucking just start doing it more and more and more mm-hmm. you know, you'll kind of get a better flow of it or however you whatever you're gonna do yep but yeah good luck fucking kill it thank you for uh thanks for the question yeah listening in the question um so I'm fucking what you got in the old book over I just read this quote <laughs> I wrote down from I'm reading two books right now so I'm trying to read like I'm reading this two book books called, one Derek two books one dude <laughs> one joint <laughs> two books one joint one horrible memory <laughs> um I'm reading one called Survivor what the fuck am I reading it's by so you're reading Survivor Lawrence Gonzalez and it's a it's about like who survives and who doesn't and the um just kind of the dynamics behind it and it's a lot of uh like accidents and stuff that happens during rock climbing or people going out into the wilderness and shit Hmm. and just uh, all this weird shit like a lot of um just like neuro shit like a lot of like how your brain works yeah you know so that's super interesting i'm reading that like daytime shit and trying to retaining all this information and i'm reading this book called um the spy by pablo coella who the dude who wrote like the alchemist oh yeah i read that back in the day yeah so if you guys have never read the alchemist that's like a fucking great book i need to read that again i don't even really remember it it's like if you are trying to like figure out what you want to do with your life and you're like not sure which direction you want to go towards or you have something that you're like want to go towards but you haven't just fully committed like you're doing it but you just haven't made that switch to just go all the fuck in read the alchemist like that book can be life-changing like that's the book that kevin read like our buddy kevin he was like living with me after he graduated college and then his parents had moved out of state and he's just like didn't he was trying to find random jobs and all this shit and then he read that book and then he just sold everything and moved to barcelona (laughs) yeah and it's really powerful and then a couple years later i was like at my homie's house and he had it and I had already read it and I just picked it up and the first I opened to a random page and the first line I saw was if you don't have anything to go back to then all you can do is look forward yeah, to the future That's crazy. and I read that one line and I was like that's the fucking line that sent Kevin to Barcelona Yeah, it's really powerful so Dude. that book's amazing like if you guys even if you don't read a lot like it's really easy to get through it's like big font probably like 150 170 pages yeah like. i remember i read that back in the day i cruised through that but so right before the detour so yeah our buddy kevin sold that car he had a fucking black audi and like a week before he sold it he was trying to sell it so he was trying to keep it like pristine so me and miles um it was like one of those nights at your house for like partying like super hard and he's like all right Whatever I wasn't you even there. But you weren't even there, yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, guys, I'm going to bed. Whatever you do, don't smoke in my car. So what do me and Miles do? Go straight to his car and just smoke in it for, like, two and a half hours. Like, weed, cigarettes, like, everything. Like, <laughs> I just remember that. It's so funny. Okay. Uh, and then he sold that car, like, the next week or some shit. And fucking he was out. <laughs> That's so good. Good times. Kevin on the podcast. Oh, my God, I know. <laughs> oh, all right, so... So back to so there's Kevin, yeah. Barcelona. He ditched that. 
he ditched the lifestyle. And look at how that ended straight. up working out for him. You know, dude, it seems like it worked out pretty well. Dude, he's killing it. Yeah. He's living the dream right now. He's living the life. Just got married. It's fucking sick. So, back Pablo Coelho wrote the Alchemist. He's wrote this book called The Spy, and I'm just like leisure reading it for fiction or whatever. It's about this chick. She's like does dance. She kind of just like fucks her way through Paris <laughs> in like 1914, like right around World War, right when World War One is starting. And she's just like, right. It's just like her memoir is talking about. She's like fucking dudes or whatever. Yeah. She's just going fucking her way to the top, yeah. basically. But she's like dancing, and there's just like one fucking paragraph. Her way to the top. <laughs> Get there, powerful. Yeah. Powerful. So uh, this is one paragraph, and it says, "Know what you want to do, and try to go beyond your expectations. Improve your craft. Improve your craft. Practice a lot. Set a very high goal, one that will be difficult to achieve." Because that's an artist's mission, to go beyond one's limits. An artist who, des- who desires very little and, achie- and achieves it has failed in life. So it's yeah, just like... That's like a kind of a recurring thing, too, is like set a fucking goal and set something out of your comfort zone. You know, don't just say like, oh, I want to fucking get a job. Or like, oh, I want to fucking... I mean, that's a great goal, whatever, but like, I want to fucking be the manager or like mm-hmm. I want to fucking start my own shit mm-hmm. or like I want to fucking play for the Lakers or I want to mm-hmm. go to the moon or what the fuck ever because what's that saying like you shoot for the fucking star shoot for this side and you miss and you go on the moon <laughs> or something <laughs> for me it ends at shoot if for the shoot stars for the stars you might hit the movie. dude yeah <laughs> yeah like for, say you want to be a fucking play for the lakers like you might not make it but if you tr- if you just go for it and put everything you have 110 percent passion everything into the game of basketball you might not play for them maybe you go play d-league maybe you become a coach maybe you end up getting a degree because you play college and now you're a kinesi- kinesiologist and then you can be a personal trainer, physical trainer for the team. Maybe you end up fucking being Gary Beatty from the Lakers. <laughs> you work with Kobe for his entire career, you know, like 30 years at the Lakers yeah. as the fucking trainer. Like, that's better than fucking a dude who played on the bench for a 10-day contract. That's true. You know, like you get that life experience, so. And it's like they say, like, in business, like, shoot for, like, a crazy, like, goal, like $10 million a year or whatever, $100 million a year. Because even if you come up at 10, you're still doing, you know, mm-hmm. you're still achieving. Like, mm-hmm. so it's just like set high, like a high goal for yourself and then like map out how you want to get to that goal. Kind of, that's kind of like the recurring thing mm-hmm. that all these successful people will drill constantly. Yeah. Know what you want to do and know how you're going to fucking do it. Yeah. Write it down. How are you going to get there? Like, have write like different that shit down. Like time frames too. Like a one month, you know, six month, two year, five year, whatever it is. I don't even do that. I need to do better at that. I have, yeah. like, monthly goals, but, like, they're always changing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was, kinda crazy. I like, know. writing down affirmations and shit, too. Yeah. Like, same thing. Like, trying to write down the same affirmations every day for 30 days. It's like, I'm constantly changing. Damn it. Yeah. It's, it's like, hard. Yeah. Shit's just moving so fast all mm-hmm. the time. But um, that's, yeah, a that's a huge thing. Quote. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, like you said, reoccurring theme on the podcast, pretty much like, just fucking do it. Yep. Just get it started, you know? Like, that's the just hardest get the, part. Get the wheels in motion. 
and then you'll figure it out as you go along like if you go everything you know like any time you read you watch documentary or you read about a successful person or you see a story and they're like i know what the fuck i was doing yeah it's like nine out of ten of them i don't know i was just fucking winging it spike jones phil knight from nike like i was just fucking figuring out as i go along yeah you know yeah that's the that's it that's most most people yeah they're just regular people just that's another recurring thing it's like all these people that become successful they're just like i'm just a regular fucking person like i'm not this like crazy fucking whatever Mm -hmm. you know and it's just like i don't know it's crazy to think about too you know just putting the pieces together and letting shit happen yeah it's kind of the thing in that survivor book it's talking about um a lot of the times the people who have a plan i'm gonna fucking butcher this so hard but the people who like have a plan they go in with this mental system put into place so for example somebody going rock climbing they go through all their checklists you know they have all their shit whatever and then they have an idea of what it's supposed to be like like i've done this one this one's supposed to be easier than that one or blah 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 yeah and you go and you have the system of how it's supposed to work but then you're confined to that system so when something goes wrong it's hard for you to adapt or you don't use your intuition as much like people who get lost in the woods so there's people who get lost in the woods and they're like, well, I know this and I know that, and, but you're getting frustrated. And then there's like all this shit that happens to you, like psychologically, when you start yeah. getting lost, your adrenaline. And he talks about that. He talks about like your amygdala, and then that's like where your adrenaline and then your hippocampus with your memory and all this shit gets fucked up. But yeah, it's like, and then the people who don't have those mental systems put into place who can still, they still are intuitive you know and that's a huge that's huge you know Mm -hmm. because intuition is basically just like patterns that our subconscious is picking up that our conscious self didn't you know isn't aware of and that's why yeah so that's why like intuition he like breaks all this shit down to like parts of your brain and you know like the cognition cognitive functions or whatever but um yeah intuition's like when you when you're getting a bad feeling yeah but you don't know but it's because like your brain's picking up that like you walked up to this place and this sketchy ass dude is over here but you didn't really notice him but from your peripheral you did you know and it's like putting all these things together and that's when you're like oh shit i don't know and then the the stories of people leaving right before some shit happens because i had a bad feeling oh my god it's your subconscious picking it up yeah but yeah so it's crazy so going back to her saying kind of like having these fucking plans Mm mm-hmm like these sometimes so having kind of like drill it into the back of your head almost like yeah where it can also sometimes work against you going back to her saying about business where like the people who are successful it kind of just like happens mm-hmm. and the people who like over plan everything it's hard for them to like be malleable like and go like with the flow and shit. yeah yeah and go away from that plan when needed because yeah. like it's supposed to be like this you yeah, know or going yeah. back to this core skating thing where everybody thinks that they know this is the path to skateboard this is the path to being a pro skater but it's could be different but everything yeah exactly and times are changing so what these kids are doing now is what the path was three five seven years ago but 2017 is different than yeah turning than getting sponsored in 2012 2006 2002 but they're still running off that model of trying to get sponsored making a sponsor retape exactly now you just dm a video to the shop yeah like (laughs) you get hooked up or like 
random kids that we don't even know exist have 200,000 followers that like are on the Kai or whatever yeah. you know started like selling their own merch <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah it's fucking it's crazy so just have a plan but like be flexible yeah that's the other thing like like what is it like bit like uh just i've read a lot of things about like people like about business plans and they're like if you think that's like how it's gonna go like you want to have like a rough idea of how you know like a five-year plan or whatever but shit's gonna like and that's like that's why i don't even like to plan shit really like obviously i plan a lot of shit but i don't like to think too far ahead because shit's changing fucking every month it's mm -hmm. like i don't like how just with the technology with fucking just everything you just said it's just like so fa so fast moving and shit's so fucking you know so it's like you never know who knows what we, you know what platform we're gonna be on in three three years exactly maybe if twitch maybe is, twitch will be the fucking the new you one. know that everybody's on i think this streaming shit that mckenzie is so mckenzie does this like streaming shit or whatever and she can just literally like chill with people and fucking watch movies and watch tv and like whatever and they're just like hanging out with her and it's crazy she has like diehard fucking fans that come every day and watch her every fucking day and morning and night and like like every sunday she does like a like a rick and morty like live stream or whatever so all these fucking people know every sunday i could watch it with mackenzie so they're fucking on there at 8 30 waiting for her she comes on she has all these people already watching her and then she just smokes weed and fucking talks shit about the episode and just chills with the fucking fans like it's just crazy because like that's what it's shifting to like like we talked about before like you could sit here and watch fresh prince of bel-air or you could sit here and watch it with x person like mm -hmm. i feel like that's we talked about this before but like that's what the future is yeah like, just similar to watching commentary. the super bowl like you're just you're gonna see this more and more like mm -hmm. you're gonna see like nike or adidas or whoever the fuck i don't know who but they're gonna like oh you wanna watch the super bowl cool well we're gonna have david beckham or fucking mm -hmm. shaquille o'neal or whoever the fuck yeah. they're gonna commentate it this year so tune into the adidas stream whatever it is and then like that's what it, it has to go towards that like that's you know you can do that with any industry any mm -hmm. content like it's fucking nuts it's just a first person interaction just mm -hmm. in real time boom you can interact with this person you can ask them questions you can see how they're doing you can watch tv with them like and then you can do that with the phone now like so that's kind of what i see like shifting towards more and more 100 percent, that's gonna happen that'll be so sick i know we definitely need to like street league come listen to fucking us announce street league <laughs> yeah. we'd rather listen to jeff rowley we'd rather listen to <laughs> stupid ass dudes getting stoned okay so they put on that gary rogers dude on the x games and it was so fucking funny because they have whoever the fuck skater and i never heard of him fucking x games commentator dude who's just like the fake all you just which just the yeah. corniest dude ever ever like ever and fucking then you have david rogers or gave gary rogers, rogers. <laughs> the fucking famous <laughs> whatever the fuck that dude's name is yeah so you guys don't know what you're talking about there's uh this show on youtube called skate or thrasher right called yeah. skate line and there's this kid gary rogers and he's just fucking hilarious he just talks hella shit on like yeah. everyone it's just or it's all about skating it's a skating yeah play. it's like a three minute show it's like just, Tosh. Like oh. people yeah. yeah it's fucking hilarious yeah. but it's like if you make it on there then you're killing it then you know you're doing something yeah, yeah. and so they 
brought this dude in, like, you know, the corporate people, yes, pain, like, we need to get some fresh blood in here. Who is popular right now? And they don't know how this kid really is. They think he's just this funny YouTube kid. Yeah. And this dude's like, I don't know his story, but he acts like he's fucking running in gangs and shit. I yeah. don't know if he is, probably not, but he comes off as like he's trying to be this hard ass dude or whatever, and yeah. he just says shit. So, whatever. They put him in as the commentator with this other homie, and this dude, and he's just like, Oh, fucking Niger. Here comes Niger again. Like, And the dude's like, look at Niger's perfect form on the crooked grind to feeble transfer. Another flawless, amazing, impeccable run. And the dude's like, man, how you talk? Like, and Gary Rogers just talking shit. And the dude's just like, tries to keep cutting him off. Like, you can't say that on ESPN type of shit. Like, uh, like, or like, he's just making fun of Kelvin Hoffer, like ripping his shirt off. He's like, just talking shit. And then like, Chaz Ortiz just has the worst kickflip ever. And he's just like, Man, the because the, this dude's just like trying to be more Mr. Proper ESPN. He's just like Chaz Ortiz coming in again, like blah blah blah. And then Gary Rogers like, man, let's hope he doesn't do a kickflip. He's got the worst fucking kickflip I've ever seen in my life. Like that shit is rocky. And then like he does it, and then he like laughs at him, and like he's just like talking shit on everyone. And it's just, but he's just like saying shit that like, you shouldn't like. Like ESPN's not, like I thought it was funny. But, like, the average listener, like, they're going to think this kid's fucking crazy or, like, weird or, like, because they don't know his, like, humor mm-hmm. to, like, what he's making fun of because they're the average fan or mm-hmm. whatever. And this dude's just trying to, like, stop him from, like, saying shit. And he's just, like, trying to, like, interject and, like, oh, well, we don't really mean that. But, like, oh, oh, like, oh my God. Dude, it's the funniest dynamic ever. But I'm, like, they're for sure not calling him back again. Like, they should because it makes me want to fucking watch it. Yeah, it'd bring in the younger generation. But, Do you think... Kids watch all the contests. Like, there's so many contests, dude. Yeah. There's like Due Tour that seems like it's hanging on by a fucking thread. Yeah. How does Due Tour? There's X Games that's just like X Games, but like, I don't know if anybody watches it, but it's just but it's X Games. People do shit about like Tampa Pro. I feel like Tampa Pro and Street League and Street League. Yeah. That's it. It's like and the Dime Glory Hole Challenge, which is the best contest. But even people don't even know what that is. Like, it's more like underground. Like. But yeah, yeah, they kill it for sure. It's so good. But yeah, who knows? I like try to watch the street leagues and shit. I watch like pretty much all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched like three ever. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I watch. They're they're crazy. It's just Nyjah winning like eighty percent of them, pretty much. It's pretty crazy. But yeah. some of it's fucking nuts. It's just like, how does this? fucking kid do this shit first try like just all of them are fucked even sh- yeah, yeah not even Nigel. like luan and fucking even chris jocelyn's killing it out there and you watch evan and he's just like wild card evan's the dopest because he'll have like a perfect run going and then just try like a fucking back 360 fucking he'll just, just try some random weird shit that he's like probably not gonna land but like maybe he will but he doesn't care or he could just keep cruising and do a frontside flip and fucking get first place you know he could yeah that's what's so sick about dudes like that yeah they could just win the 150k but they just like throw it out there same with Chris Jocelyn yeah I think I've seen him do that like multiple times but yeah have you is have they been doing anything and Nigel, it's just calculated mm-hmm. like he times it like he does it so every trick is like perfectly timed mm-hmm. like it's crazy to where like he gets in Right, I could fucking get 18 tricks in and mm-hmm. just, just times up and then other people are just kind of like figuring it out but his shit's like no I know exactly how much time exactly how many tricks how I'm gonna do it where I'm gonna do it blah 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 mm-hmm. it's like robotic you know but he just doesn't fall it's interesting because Street League there's like a different strategy to it 
than to like, like other contests. And yeah. yeah, and I guess that's what contests kind of have to do now to kind of switch it up because like do tour they had like a I don't know if they still do it this way but they had like a um, a format where because it was live so they'd have like a dude do a trick and then the next dude would go like as soon as he landed he had like three seconds and then somebody gives him the green light and then he does a trick and because yeah. the cameras are like changing on the dudes and yeah. it was like so they had like a shared like five minute heat but then they each took turns it wasn't a jam session and then obviously you have tampa pro that's just like your typical traditional shit yeah because it's like i guess you'd have to do different formats because why would you just continue watching the same fucking contest yeah seriously like copenhagen i don't i saw some of the shit from copenhagen i don't know like how the format is for that but that seems like a good contest that one was cool i watched that one it seemed super crowded. It's <laughs> like, like real so street shit, there. right? The one I saw there, like indoor. Oh, they, I think it like ends indoor, but I feel like all the week they skate like. Just, like shit, that's what's dope. Yeah, it's when they take this shit to like random spots and like in the streets and shit, or, like kill bombs or like whatever the fuck, all this crazy shit. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Shout out to Hakuna Supply. We got like five things in the mail today. Yeah, we got like this fucking little rolling tray. Pens. Comes with a little box. It's kind of sick if you're watching. Dope, actually. It's got a nice little box, and then it's got a sick jar, grinder. And it has this thing's kind of interesting. It's like this little tip thing. And I guess you could put a little nug in there. It's like a little one-hitter or something. Yeah, and then you close it, and then you rivet like that or you could put it, a joint in there oh that's kind of cool I wonder if you guys can hear the mariachi music it's a party over time <laughs> it is it's almost 8 you know it's a party back there the last hour um an hour that's like an hour anything else yeah um I feel like there's one more thing Oh, Deep Survival. That's What's what that? the book's called. Oh. Survivor. Oh. <laughs> I was like, damn, you watch Survivor? Yeah. Deep Survival, Lawrence Gonzalez. Yeah. Oh, that's your boy. I just have all this random shit written in here. Yeah, it's crazy. It talks about, like, your brain and the amygdala and the fucking hippocampus, which is, like, all memory. The, I, I like, like, remember all those words, but I don't remember what yeah. they do. And, like, I would always... It's kind of cool, because, like, you hear a lot of the people on Rogan talking about all this shit. Like, um, who's the one chick who... She's uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. She's super sick. She does, like, a lot of the shit with, like, um, inflammation or whatever. So you hear her talking about, like, norepinephrine and fucking... All this... The amygdala fucking, yeah. and this and that. And then... It, at least that gives, I don't know what the fuck any of it is, yeah, but at knows. least like hearing that, you know, and then like, I'm not reading this word, like, at least a little more familiar with it. Yeah. yeah, at least I know how it's pronounced. <laughs> yeah. But, um, just is, it's just crazy. Like, all this shit they say in this book, like, emotion is an instinct, an instinctive response aimed at self preservation. It's like your ego and your emotion. It's yeah. just like survival tactic of just like trying to keep you alive. <laughs> And like, uh, tell like a reason is tentative and slow, infallible, while emotion is sure, quick, and unhesitating. Do you like, you're emotional, you just like make quick, yeah. you react to things quickly. Yeah, yeah. When you're trying to think things out, yeah. So it's just like, it's pretty, it's one of those books, and I'm just like really reading it. Like, holy you gotta shit, be, yeah. it's like super interesting, but I'm not gonna remember any of this shit. <laughs> yeah. 
That sounds dope. Prefrontal cortex. The old prefrontal cortex. Yeah. <laughs> One of those. Yeah, it talks about like tunnel vision and shit, like why people get tunnel vision, you know? They're, like focused in, yeah. zoned in. Like when time all like stretches, like I'm sure the, the, well, today's Monday, so like last night is when the shootings happened in Las Vegas, so obviously like hearts go out to every that was Vegas. Last night? Yeah. Or, uh-huh. Um, that was fucking a terrible thing, and we're gonna see how that pans out. Yeah, so fucked. Um, but yeah, like this is like shit from people are experiencing last night. Twenty two thousand people. Yeah. And tunnel vision. It's like stress caused people to focus narrowly on the thing they consider most important. Sometimes it's wrong. The thing that you're like focusing on. Um, experience often refers to someone who's gotten away with doing the wrong thing more frequently than you. <laughs> so I just Pretty have much, these things yeah. written down that are like... Pretty, much, pretty much sums it up. <laughs> just gotten away with shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just totally see The world's thing, like, like biggest fly. fly just flew in the room. Jesus Christ. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah, I have a fucking other podcast that I did on Brand Boom. If you guys want to check that out, it's super exciting. (laughs) Brand Boom is like a, it's basically like a platform where it connects buyers with retailers. So if you're a store, you can like upload your products and then you can send it directly to buyers. Or if you're a buyer, you can go on there and look at people's line sheets and order shit for your store and whatever. So they're like fucking. That's like clutch. Like if you guys have a if you guys have a, a brand if you have a line and you're trying to sell what the fuck ever, and you're you know like you're gonna call retail stores, or whoever you're trying to sell to, mm-hmm. and instead of taking fucking handwritten phone orders, you know P- over the phone PDF fuck whatever, filling out paperwork, you're literally just like sending them your line sheet and they can order straight from there and then you can get your shit pre-book your pre-books or whatever yep so super clutch so i don't know i got like a 20 or 30 minute podcast i did with them talk about like a lot of advertising stuff and marketing stuff all that fun shit so if you want to check that out go check that out and uh go to the highriseco.com use code word doobie talk save 30 percent buy some shit if you want save yourself a nice little penny there go to all i need skate or all I, is it all i need or all i need skate all i need skate all i need skate use the code word fuchs and save 30 percent grab a new board Same yeah here you go to all i need skate youtube there's like a bunch of vlogs from when i was in boston last week that shetler uploaded see some footy some skate tricks see, see what i was up to on the east coast a couple days it wasn't raining check it out Shredding. make sure to subscribe comment like review thumbs up holler at your boy follow on youtube or instagram all that shit question us questionnaires <laughs> send your yeah, resumes to questions yeah yeah um, oh shit well yeah. we're high it's late <laughs> we're gonna get the fuck out of here so till next time guys later goodbye yeah bye bye